0: do you miss elementary school nap time recess frequent snacking what about flash games welcome to the analog sticks podcast where this week we're getting nostalgic and talking all the games played on adobe flash player let's go
1: let's go i sure do miss nap time every day (laughs) you guys are killing me (laughs)
0: Hello and welcome to Analog Sticks, my name is Rusty and per usual I am joined by my co-host Cody, but that's not all, there's more. We have a returning guest, friend of the program, Aaron. How are you doing today, good sir?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Russ. Thanks again for having me on here. Uh, This entire time I'm going to be playing Flash games and recording them for
2: this video, so, you know, I'm doing pretty good right now. That's right. At this podcast, we make our guests do all the work.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say you're saving me a lot of time, actually. So I really appreciate it, <laughs> Cody. You're also here. How are you doing, good sir? It's December now, so
2: it is. Um, I'm still going a bit crazy. Uh, I'm done with classes, but we're we're doing uh, I'm doing all my homework for the next couple weeks. Uh, I'm a little offended because all the videos that are doing really good on the channel are the ones that I'm not in. <laughs> How do you
1: think hey. I feel,
0: Cody? <laughs> Oh my gosh, the Aaron Erasure. Not trying to brag or anything, but 74K on that Zelda video! (laughs) I know you guys care so much about that. Anyways, thank you both for joining us tonight, me, us, somebody. Nonetheless, we are here today to talk about Flash games. And before we get into this, I want to talk about Flash, a little bit about your pasts with these embedded interweb games. Yeah. Aaron, what are your experiences with flash games? Was it a hobby, something you did at the house? Was it well, something you did at you school? Know, was it just your favorite thing ever?
1: Kind of all of the above. As a, uh, you know, as a kid whose parents didn't, you know, really buy him a lot of video games as a kid, and we uh, only had the family computer, flash games were were really kind of where it was at. That's how I got my my fix. Uh, I'd go to any sites like andcon.com was a personal favorite armor games cool math games while i was in school uh anything i could find my hands on and uh hopefully not burn a hole through my my computer with a virus
0: yeah malware is always fun oh it always is you brought up cool math games let's just take a second is is cool math games the goat of flash players well i mean like obviously adobe flash player but like as far as flash hosting sites Um,
1: I don't know if it's the GOAT. I think it's one a lot of people are fond of because uh, obviously it was one of the only ones that wasn't blocked by most school computers.
0: It said It was the only one that was guaranteed to not have malware. That too. (laughs) But hey, what's, you know,
1: what's life when you're not taking a
2: few risks? That's right. Yeah. Um, What's the thing? You either kill yourself
0: or get killed.
2: (laughs) If we're going to talk about GOAT, flash websites um my my opinion is congregate
0: i was i'm right there with you congregate i mean they have a few that we might be talking about later stay tuned no spoilers congregate was my favorite but cody what was your favorite and what were your experiences with flash games i'd love to hear your childhood with them
2: i mean same thing with aaron um we had I have so many fond memories of console games, you know, stuff on the GameCube, or even on the uh, old Xbox. But really, if I think about, like, hours spent playing video games, I think a lot of them were put into Flash games rather than, like, really nice, polished uh, console games. I think part of the allure was the fact that there was a new good one every other week, at least. And there, they would um I don't know. They... They were so much more free to explore ideas or, or just try out different weird things that more expensive games on consoles really didn't have the room to do. It's where indie game, uh, indie games really got their start. It is, yeah.
0: I was gonna say you're so- talking about a good, a new good one popping up every couple weeks. The same thing is with indie games. While indie games are also free to explore a lot of really cool ideas and concepts that big triple A games might not be able to. Indie games aren't as free as Flash games, so sometimes they <laughs> often don't do as well, which can kind of put them not in, not as in high regard or lead kids to having as much nostalgia for them, but they are still amazing. We love indie games here. Personally, my experience with Flash games, I remember getting a laptop when I was like 10 or 11, and I did play a lot of Flash games, but it wasn't like my thing i was always home console triple a me and my friends playing the mario kart mario party whatever it may be all the time but i do remember picking up happy wheels playing cool math games at school all that fun stuff there's there's a lot of good to be had in some of those early flash games and I, i'm happy looking back on it glad we can get nostalgic here today that's for certain happy wheels
1: is where i was able to experience my morbid curiosity as a child <laughs>
2: Is that a game we ever uh, played together, Aaron? Because uh, I think we'd known each other by then, by the time Happy Wheels came out.
1: I feel like absolutely. It's one of those things where we, you know, hang out at your your place or my place and just be like, yo, did you check out this new top Happy Wheels level for the week? And then we, bro, look how, I, look how
2: I can blow them up.
1: Yeah. And it's like,
0: <laughs> plane crash simulator. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah happy wheels is great we'll touch on that a little bit more later i remember even i think you showed me happy wheels for the first time cody because like i've said i didn't evolve to use the internet till like 2018 <laughs> cody was kind of my gateway drug and happy wheels was one of the things that i remember is, i remember being the bike guy with the kid and just impaling him on spikes being like this is the best thing ever
1: you know anything at school <laughs> yeah i
0: we were playing at school. We didn't have restricted servers uh, yeah. in high
1: school. <laughs> if you know anything about the game, nothing is really happy about it.
0: It's like Happy Tree Friends, but oh, God, gone.
1: don't remind me. I love that show.
0: I hate it. Every oh. now and then, the lemonade. Every now episode. and then, I'll get the theme song stuck in my head, and it's. The so lemonade
1: good. episode still kind of screws me up some nights.
0: God. <laughs> On a lighter, less morbid and gory note, <laughs> Cody, what are your what are some of your favorite parts of flash games? I know we'd said the creativity that developers are allowed to explore, but other than that, like, what is it? Just like that charm of the imperfection that we get, or is it something completely different for you?
2: Yeah, flash games. Uh, I don't think they were they weren't as worried about you know, being super polished or the best thing ever. There wasn't... uh, The the motivations for making a free Flash game online is very different than the motivations for making a video game people pay for. And so I think you got a lot more genuine content out of it. Something I was thinking about as I went through today and kind of reminisced back on the games I used to play, there's a lot of Flash games that are actually beautiful in, like worthy of being called art or a real experience. Uh, and I think that's something, I, I don't know if I've heard people talk about that much, but some, uh, there's just some really good content from the early 2000s from that sort of scene.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's going back to the whole thing. This was an outlet for creativity in gaming before indie games were, and we saw that it was a lot more of just a passion for making a game. I love hearing a backstory of a Flash developer, and it's like, yeah, he just learned how to code and decided he wanted to make a game with a ball and some spikes, so he did, and now it's the fourth most played Flash game of all time. Yeah, yeah. It- I feel like every uh, Flash game dev's story is the same and it's always just like, wow, he just wanted to make a game and did it, so he did. (laughs) You
1: know, one of my favorite experiences with Flash games was uh, the overabundance of them and spending hours just combing through catalogs of games until you found that one game where it was probably the best thing you've ever played in your life. And you would sink hours upon hours into it, into the late hours of the night. And then come the next day, you'd try to find it again, and it either been removed because it was uh, filled with viruses, or you just couldn't remember the name of it, and it was, you know, lost to time.
0: I feel like everybody has a story. Everybody who played Flash games, at least, has a story similar to that, where it just got lost to time. I remember playing one in second grade. I was looking for a Flash game. We were doing indoor recess because it was raining, and there were two computers in the classroom, and I got one of them that day. I was so excited to play some Flash games. I went to Box 10 Games because it wasn't blocked for some reason in 2007. That is a name I
1: have not heard in a long time.
0: (laughs) I forget what the game was, but I remember I was like, I started playing it when there was like 10 minutes left. I'm like, dude, this game is so cool. I'm going to go home and play it. I couldn't find it when I got home. It's so sad spent 20 minutes looking for the looking for a game that, that's, found the game that's how it, and lost that, it. that's how
1: like villains are made early childhood <sighs> Aaron, despair it, like that Aaron do you have any sort of white whales of flash games uh the one you're probably going to be seeing at the beginning of this video uh it's called crush the castle if any of you know it the the real OGs out there Uh, it's sort of like the first Angry Birds. Uh, Think Angry Birds just instead with a a trebuchet or a catapult and uh, you're conquering kingdoms.
2: I'm sorry, Aaron. (laughs) White Whale, as in like is there one that you have been looking for and
0: just have never
1: been able to find? You know what? (laughs) That's completely different than...
0: Yeah, very much so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is a very different question uh a large handful of them but i mean it's been so long no i i cannot remember anyone
2: Mm.
0: and i can't remember anything welcome to the club
2: who are you (laughs) i'll say i don't know (laughs) I, i had one that i i eventually found again and i already forgot the name so if i if i wanted to play it i'd have to like go looking for it again but it was a game where it's feudal japan Split into all of its different <laughs> prefectures, which is like our version of states or counties, and mm-hmm. you pick one of them, and every single section is like its own little nation, and it's kind of like Civ, except just a flash game in Japan, and you like attack the other uh, the other prefectures and and take them over and all that kind of stuff. It was a lot of fun.
0: That's crazy. I remember a couple early like embedded facebook games i think those are technically flash games i don't know the semantics of it honestly but i remember that one there was one that was like total domination world war or something and it was just (laughs) fighting countries with other countries and trying to take over the whole world got to be pretty good at that one there are so many examples of great Flash games, and that's really what we wanted to do with this episode here today, so we're going to get into some of these. Aaron, I hope you're ready to get recording, because there's a bunch we want to talk about. Of course, there are there are probably hundreds of thousands of Flash games, if I'm being honest, so we're not going to talk about all of them, obviously. So in the comments, let us know. What are your favorite Flash games that we didn't talk about, or just your favorites in general? Engage. Also, like and follow and subscribe and all that stuff. First one that I personally want to talk about is, in my opinion, the best Flash franchise of all time in Bloons. More specifically, Bloons Tower Defense and all that stuff. But I feel like that's one of those Flash games that transcended the internet. Mm -hmm. Well, at least Internet Explorer at the time. (laughs) And I remember playing it on on an iPhone in like 2013, 14, somewhere around there. Oh dude, what are your thoughts on Bloons? The
2: the App Store was like flash game heaven. Like if your game managed to get on the App Store and people like paid to actually play it, I feel like that was making it big for those guys.
0: Man, speaking of paying for apps, when was the last time either of you paid for an app? <laughs> I feel like it's been a while for for me. Long time.
2: Probably like a year ago. Mm.
0: I remember paying for Sporkle a while back because I like quizzing <laughs> myself on quizzes that mean absolutely nothing, oh, yeah. but I, I feel like I haven't paid for an app in years. I feel like that's a thing of the past almost.
2: Um, But Ugh. back to Balloon's Tower Defense, I remember that was the one game where even people who didn't play games knew about that. So I remember in elementary school when we had free time on the computers, uh, for a lot of people, that's right where they went just balloons tower defense
0: also i feel like the premise of it is just like so good obviously it's succeeded so we can look back and say that if it didn't we could be like oh well if it didn't we wouldn't be talking about it mm-hmm. but just the concept of monkeys throwing darts at balloons is it's so simple and that's one of the appeals of flash games to me is that simplistic charm of just what would be cool for an avatar here? What's, let's make it a monkey. What is it throwing? It's throwing darts at balloons because darts pop balloons, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like that. You can see the thought process there. He just wanted to make the guy a monkey, so he did, and then we ended up with super monkeys, light sabre monkeys, wizard monkeys, all that fun stuff, and it's amazing. At some point, you could <laughs> the get evolution like a, of a it, a
2: banana nuke, right?
0: something like that there was like the super monkey wave i remember in balloons tower defense either four or five maybe three i don't even know <laughs> aaron what were your experiences with the balloons franchise if any well
1: i've got a lot actually so first of all Ooh. i actually still have Bloons tower defense 5 installed on my phone and i'll get into oh, nice. weird spells of playing it um i'm actually playing it right now i'm about to lose um <laughs> there was a there was a time in middle school I want to say where I was getting into Bloons Tower Defense 4 and I somehow convinced my mom to let me spend money on it to buy spe- like special upgrades and I would sink hours and hours each night into doing that and it's probably why I didn't get good grades in uh, middle school. <laughs>
0: So, you were one of the schoolyard folk heroes who got his parents to help pay for a Flash game that nobody has any business putting money into. Not saying that we shouldn't support developers, but the whole point of Flash games is that they are free to play and just something. Well, that's not the whole point. The whole point is that they are fun things people want to share. They're a form of art, if you will.
2: <laughs> oh, definitely.
0: I remember personally playing Bloons Tower Defense. Three when it was new. I was early on the Bloons train. It was like two thousand five or something like that. I don't know, but I remember doing that. And just that was the one that was simplistic... on Cool
1: Math Games, and that was like the goat of Cool Math Games. Every time we had it was.
0: Time. Now it's been taken over by things like B Cubed and Run and Blocks or, which all have their merits. And Papa's everything. God, that drives me nuts. Love the Papa's
1: <laughs> franchise.
0: Isn't there like, I have so much respect.
2: Isn't there deep Papa's for... lore? Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is new to me. I just knew that there's a definitely a Flash game scene, and also mobile gaming as well, with like the whole concept of just, yeah, you gotta do what the people ask you to do in the game, and it works really well. I know my wife, for instance, looks back, and she fondly remembers the Papa's Pizzeria, Burgeria, Donutteria games. I'm, I'm personally not a fan, but... I, I'm glad that they have resonated with so many people.
2: I remember playing the burger one, and, uh, shoot, I I swear I've seen a video of of some YouTuber doing the exact same thing. But I would, they would order a burger, and there are some instances where if you just kept adding an ingredient, they didn't really care. So you could do something like just add mayonnaise over and over and over and over (laughs) until it piles past the edge of the screen and then give the customer that and be like, there you go. There's your mayonnaise sandwich.
0: They're like, thanks for all the white stuff.
1: Thanks. I'm so hard for this mayonnaise right now. (laughs) Oh,
0: God. (laughs) There's children listening, maybe. I don't know. Oh, gosh. As far as games like that, like I was saying, I was never a fan of the, yeah, you gotta click these buttons and do this. I remember there was one where you ran a coffee shop or something that I put a bunch of time into. I don't remember what it was called, I couldn't tell you, but I remember playing that. One thing I am more fond of, and when all my friends were playing the pizzeria games, the Papa's franchise, I was playing more of the Flash platformers. Stuff like B-Cubed, for instance, which is more of a puzzle game, actually, but One that stands out to me, I mentioned it earlier, is the Run franchise. Are you guys familiar with this one?
1: I've never played it, but I watched just about every single person in my class play it.
2: Is it the one with the little alien dude running? And you gotta avoid all the holes and stuff? That's a fun one.
0: That was one of my favorites, personally. And there's actually a big speed-running scene for it, even to this day. And stuff like that just blows my mind. This little alien running on flat textures. Well, actually, in the later games, they do get to be full three-dimensional. I don't even know. I don't even want to call it like high-poly, because it's just like a cube or a rectangle or anything like that. (laughs) But it's it's a good auto-scrolling platformer, and I'm just shocked that that's a free-to-play game. I you <laughs> remember the, uh,
1: the music in it being ridiculously good.
0: That I don't remember, but when you're saying it, it kind of rings a bell. I'm not going to pretend like I know what you're talking some about. Some Flash games
1: but... just had an absolute banger soundtrack oh, yeah. for no good reason.
2: <laughs> some Flash games were just so good and so free. I feel like on some level, it kind of messed up our expectations of what value is like we we got
0: everybody's perception of values fucked because of flash games
2: (laughs) (laughs) we got some really quality stuff and did not have any expectations of paying for it
0: that's the good way to be honestly. I mean just think about it nowadays if all the indie games were free, I'm sure a lot more developers would see much more success, but the ones that do see success now obviously have it to a much greater level than anyone who had a good flash game could have had and mm-hmm. I think it's better for the world of gaming but maybe not for growing amongst consumers, especially young ones at that. Mm. You look at I would like to know Aaron, you, you, know, sorry. Sorry. you look
1: at something like Blocksoars back then, and then you look at today's shit with like the, the release of Fallout 76 or like uh <laughs> any of those other failures of games and you tell me that we haven't regressed as a society.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that what's a great um, point. I mean, I'm not in middle school anymore. Is there any kind of scene like the Flash game scene back then? Is there yeah. I have to say middle-schoolers can get to for free that's, you know, thriving. as
0: Well, I feel like we said earlier mobile games. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, as an educated uh, guess,
1: it'd probably be mobile
0: games. Disgusting. I mean, you think about it. We'll do a mobile games episode down the line. Aaron, we'll bring you back for that one. There's a lot of gripes I have with them, but there are a lot of good experiences on mobile platforms. And... I don't know. I feel like they have their merits, but it's never going to be the same. One question I did have for the both of you, uh, if we're going to move on, is do you think Flash games have any appeal to older audiences who may have their paws on let's say gaming PCs or consoles? Like, I can't remember my parents, my dad ever playing a Flash game. I talked with my uncle a little earlier today and he said that he played Flash games when he was in school, but like never after that and he was he was, in, he was in high school in the 90s he's like what what, what did he say earlier he said ah, i forget it it was elf bowling or something like elf that bowling classic <laughs> yes elf bowling you heard it what's, here first what's the one with
2: the freaking i don't know if you remember it the yeti who would come chase you when you're skiing there was like a skiing flash game from way back when that was good
0: I couldn't tell you.
2: <laughs> you don't know what Aaron. I have no idea what
1: you're talking about. <laughs>
0: okay. I
2: thought
1: you're gonna bring up like yeah. some like dress up Yoda or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> dress up Yoda. That's <laughs> the one you brought up. That's it. You say that's a good
1: one. Uh, uh, realistically, absolutely not. Uh, but uh, in any other capacity, yes, it's game of the year. Did you ask
2: your parents' permission before playing it?
1: Uh, of course not i if you would have seen the game dress up yoda um you would you would never bring it up to anybody that you have ever played it except in this capacity that i am right now years down the line we're
0: specifically talking about flash years down the
1: line where you know things you say from you know a decade or older ago have little to no consequences is
2: this the kind of dress up that you find on like the Disney Channel website, or the dress up you find on really seedy flash game sites. Really seedy flash game sites.
0: I'm <laughs> oh gonna, god! I'll, I'll,
1: I'll record some of it so you can see it.
0: Oh good. Oh god. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I want to see it, but I guess I'm gonna have to because I'm gonna be the one editing this. <laughs> as Amazing. far as some other flash games that I feel kind of transcended the spectrum of like th- the depths of flash games, a couple that stand out to me. I said Run. I said Bloons. The world's hardest game. I feel like this was a big old internet phenomenon for a little while there. Do you guys have any experiences with this one, and do you hate it?
2: Which one? I don't, I don't hate it, but I definitely remember it, and it was frustrating. It's the one where you're the little dot, and you have to move around the screen, and there's all these obstacles going around.
0: And it's It is the most simplistically designed, beautiful flash game on the planet, mm-hmm. and it's basically a top-down I don't even know how to explain it. I wanna call it a platformer, but there's no platforming. It's more so just traversal. It's almost like that section of Ocarina of Time where you have to avoid the guards to get through to the Seat Princess Zelda.
1: Yeah, I know which one you're talking about, and I was <laughs> never any good at that one.
0: Nobody was. It was the world's hardest game. It also has a thriving speedrun scene nowadays, though. I
2: got okay at it for for a grade schooler. I I remember when I realized there was usually a pattern that the game wanted you to kind of fall into for each level. That's when, you know, you could start figuring it out. It was, it, Some levels were more like a puzzle game than just a skill game.
0: You've got to learn the patterns. A lot of them were tough timing, though, and I think that that's one that has a lot of respect. I mean, you look at people now playing stuff like, in a completely different capacity, stuff like any FromSoft game, where it's just, yeah, you're gonna fuck it up, but when you do it, you're gonna feel so good about it. And it's kind of that same principle. In a, in a different capacity, of course. You're not fighting a boss and trying to evade tax expertly. You're trying to not get hit by the blue dots, for instance. Activation evasion is one <laughs> of I my think... many
1: hobbies, if you didn't know.
0: I I didn't know that. <laughs> Well,
1: whatever you do, don't
0: report it to the IRS. I'll try my hardest not to. There's a couple other ones that I want to point out here. Uh, Did you guys ever play Red Ball? This is another 2D platformer that draws inspiration from balls. Red Ball. (laughs) Huh. If you look up Red Ball now, you'll be like, yep, that's a Flash game. <laughs> it's literally a ball on slopes, and you have to try to get to the end of the level. It is oh, a 2D yeah. platformer through and through.
2: I do remember this one.
0: I think that this one's a great example of a chasm of just full-fledged games, just on a smaller scale, like we would see with a lot of indie games nowadays. And I think that that's really something that's impressive in the sense that they made something, and you can see that there's inspiration taken from old school mario games put into a flash game here obviously it's not similar physics or anything like that but it's the same premise of you go through the level and get to the end and they add all sorts of wacky mechanics and gimmicks especially in the later entries because it does turn into a franchise yeah and i think that that's a really cool concept
2: there is a few good games um that i remember that are like shape based one was red remover where if I remember right, there's like a red circle, and there is other objects that it would sit on, and usually there's some kind of platform that you needed it to land on in order to win, and so you had to remove each piece uh, of whatever structure it's on so that it would fall into the right place, and then there's
0: another one. I remember games like that.
2: Yeah, and then there is also Super Stacker, which, oh gosh, I'm trying. It's really coming slowly. Uh, Super Stacker, I think, was like the opposite, where you were trying to place things in order to uh, support something. I don't know. They were both puzzle games.
0: There are so many good Flash games, and we talked about Red Ball being somewhat of a console-inspired Flash game. There are also games that are just straight rips of console games, and I've got to say I love that. The first example that comes to my mind, have either of you dabbled with Super Smash Flash? <laughs> uh,
2: man, I don't... Have specific memories of playing console ripoff Flash games, but I know that's a genre. And I remember as a kid, there were some games where I really wanted to play them, but my parents wouldn't buy it. So I did just like try to find the Flash version of it.
0: Yeah, there was a Zelda Flash game that was kind of like A Link to the Past. There was a Mario Flash game that was kind of like Super Mario World. But Super Smash Flash, for instance, was one. I remember playing Super Smash Bros. Brawl with my friend and then going on vacation the next week. I'm like, I want to play that game again. But obviously I didn't have anything, but I did have my computer. And boy, was I excited when I found Super Smash Flash. <laughs> Just the way that they could substitute for a full console experience and do a somewhat sufficient job without costing kids anything was really amazing. Somewhat mobile games can do that at this point, and I think that they have been the natural progression of Flash games, especially with Flash being shut down nowadays, oh, Definitely, and I think that that's really cool. Aaron, have you ever played any of those like console games on Flash, for instance, um... I'm sure at one point or another, but off
1: the top of my head, I, I can't really say that I...
0: You don't remember playing Halo Flash or anything like that?
1: I don't... I By the time I figured out what Halo was, I had had a console at that point, and the source was just way better than anything else. Oh, yeah. Oh, but did,
2: did you That's ever play fair. the, um... That shooter game that everyone played in school that wasn't blocked by the school? I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was like a shooter that you could play in your browser... And you could connect with anyone playing in the class, too. So we would all hop on and just play that.
0: Uh, that sounds awesome, but I have no was, clue what it you're it talking was awesome. about. <laughs> it was
2: pretty high quality. It was before Fortnite and PUBG and all that. So it was kind of a pioneer in free-to-play shooters.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think. There are so many like, full-fledged, massive games we see nowadays that are just Oh, I played this, but a Flash game mm-hmm. 15 years ago, and it's it's really cool. A couple other ones I remember. Do you guys remember Line Rider?
1: Absolutely. Hell yeah, dude.
0: I don't remember much about it, but I remember it. <laughs> and I remember not being good at oh, it. Oh, <laughs> I was garbage no. at
2: it. Is that the one where, um, I think there's a lot of videos you can find online, where people made courses where it like goes to music? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen those?
1: Yeah. I, well, I, I think naturally the game went to music, uh, you know, on its own.
2: Yeah, if you had the patience to, like, build out your own track and have it do everything to the beat.
0: And that's kind of like that one game, I can't remember what it is, with the cube and the spikes and you're jumping through it nowadays. Where, oh, like, that's the music one people or for whatever, that or
2: something. Yeah, Geometry yeah.
0: Dash. Yeah, Geometry Dash, there we go. That I think Line Rider was a kind of like the the predecessor to that in some sense and that's god flash games they really laid the groundwork for a lot and i have so much respect for that i gotta
2: is it all right if i start bringing up some of the ones on my list um Absolutely. Yeah, just, just
0: run through yeah, them
2: uh so for me i was a terminally online kid so i i feel like i've got some of the deep cuts here uh the first oh, one god, I, i'm excited first one i want to bring up though is kingdom rush i know we already talked about uh tower defenses with balloons but kingdom rush was so freaking polished i spent hours on that and i and i remember it's like one of the only app games that i actually bought once it came out on ios cuz i liked it so much on the computer i just wanted to be able to play it when i you know had to go outside
0: <laughs> i remember you having me play that when i was like 14 or 15 for the first time and i was like this is so cool and then i got hooked on it for three weeks and then never played it again
2: i still think in my opinion best tower defense game out of all of them
0: it it was a good one i'll give you that there's a lot of good tower defense games i don't know i think balloons tower defense 5 gives it a run for its money though balloons is just in the the aspect that you can put stuff and the fact that you can put stuff anywhere on the map just makes it a lot of fun Mm -hmm. There's so much good ones. What about
2: you, Aaron? Love to hear
0: what else you want to bring up.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Um, but if you want me to bring up any more Elephant Quest, did you guys play that one?
0: I feel like I remember seeing it. Is that the one with like the little just the elephant cut out and you do stuff with it?
2: Uh, You were a little elephant with a laser on his back and it was a full RPG. It was made by Armor Games, which to me, Armor Games back then was like the Apple of Flash games. Like if, if I saw that a game was made by Armor Games, I clicked on it instantly because I just knew it was gonna be good.
0: What about Ninja Kiwi, man? No respect.
2: Ah, uh, dude, Ninja Kiwi—that's that was a good one. Uh, how did they did all the that, balloons that games? Like? Oh, okay. The developer, nah, dude. <laughs> armor Games was, in my you opinion, are, the best one. You as,
1: see Armor, you see Armor Games as you know, as an intro, you know you're in for a good
0: time. Yes,
2: exactly. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of stuff like that. Ugh. Aaron, did you have any nostalgic flash games you need to let the people know?
1: Do you ever play Toss the Turtle? Yes, dude. That one I think I haven't. is uh one of the OG kind of like how, what kind of game would you describe that as?
2: Oh gosh.
1: Like Burrito one of the-
2: bison is the, the exact same kind of game. Um I know that learn to fly is kind of similar yeah uh, similar genre i remember
0: learn it's where you
2: toss something as far as you can you try
1: to get the best distance and you know as you get more distance uh you get more money uh as you get more money uh you know you can get more i know what we're talking about now do you look up toss the turtle
0: well, no, you or, described okay. it really well. I, I know exactly the type of game you're yeah. talking about. There's a bunch of mobile games nowadays that are the same concept, but are cancerous and full of ads. So that's completely different. But I remember playing one on the Cartoon Network website. Did you guys ever dabble with like the embedded games on the the, the channel websites or anything yeah. like that? that? Once used... I
2: found, once I had Congregate, I I didn't really go to the, like the the like corporate I don't know kids channels. Type of website, I
0: remember it was the code name Kid Next Door, yes! and you were shooting hamsters and trying to get them to go far. And it was that one song, what is it? I know exactly da-da-da-da-da. which
1: one you're talking about. There were so many,
0: and bones. like they're going up into space, and you can bounce them when they hit the ground because they're in their hamster ball or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, there are so many experiences like that. But yeah, Cody's not a fan of the of the corporations, man. <laughs> nah, dude. Uh, oh, give me the indie flash games. <laughs> did you uh did you guys
2: play Stick War or what was it? Age of War? I know what you're talking about. I feel
0: about. like I remember Stick War. Yeah,
1: where it's kind of like that uh, game Worms, where it's like arena combat. It's, you know, one oh. thing goes at the same time. That's
2: a different game than what I'm talking about, but I do like that uh, sort of genre too. City Siege was one of my favorite Flash games and that was the the same kind of gameplay.
0: You guys are bringing up so much stuff that I don't even know about. It's making me feel like I I didn't experience Flash <laughs> oh, games. I, but I'm, you see, I'm telling
2: you, I was terminally online. Flash games was all I did. <laughs>
0: Flash games was <laughs> all a good that way I to had. Be, I guess. But so stick war. Meanwhile, I was still running around outside island at twelve years old.
2: <laughs> stick war was the the type of game where you're on one side of the map, and you're just sending out your dudes, and then the other side of the map is sending out their dudes, and you meet in the middle in battle. And so you have to like upgrade your units and strategize uh-huh. about what kind of units you put out because it takes time. Uh, and yeah, both sides are just upgrading as fast as they can. So eventually, you're like going up through the different technologies of warfare till you got tanks and stuff.
0: I've played similar games. I haven't played that one, I don't think, but I know I have played similar ones. Are there any other Flash games you guys want to bring up? Because there's a couple more points we want to make before we wrap this thing, but we are getting close on time. Mm. Uh,
2: any zombie Flash game? This I, Do you remember back when zombie was that its was own category? Its own
0: genre, Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That was always everybody had
0: to get their fair share of zombies in, like always. (laughs)
2: Infectinator was fun. Uh, Pandemic is OG, and that one, the I have the app for that one actually. That's a good game. Oh man, oh, that's great. And then I, what I really wanted to bring up were a couple games that came out a little bit. I think kind of towards the end of the golden age of of flash games, people got really artistic with flash as a medium. And a good one that I highly recommend most people play is called "We Become What We Behold," and it's a flash game about news media and how it can affect, um, you know, our society. It's very, I don't know, it's very "I'm 14 and this is deep" kind of stuff. But I think it's still. You're, a good you're getting all
0: philosophical on me. <laughs> well, yeah,
2: dude, I'm telling you, flash games. Um, I think because how easy it is to to make a Flash game, it was a really great opportunity for for people who had something to say, to try and say something.
0: It is a good medium to be able to express yourself, and I think that's part of what makes them so beautiful. One thing I want to talk about is a little bit of maybe the darker side. Mm -hmm. Maybe not darker, but less shiny. There were some Mm -hmm. pretty gruesome Flash games. (laughs)
1: Like, some
0: very gruesome (laughs) Flash games. Like,
1: I remember a couple, like, uh, thing Thing Arena. Uh, there are like various sniper games where, I mean, it just got gory. Mutilate a doll? Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I was just going to get into the whole thing about the console, the, the Flash games that ended up going on and becoming console <laughs> or Steam with oh, the different dark side.
2: <laughs> different kind of dark.
0: You guys are talking about dark as in morbid. I'm talking about dark as in selling out. <laughs>
2: eventually, <laughs> like, yeah, eventually a lot of those more successful games kind of sold out air quotes
0: what's the first example of that you think of if you can think of one mm-hmm. a flash game that went to consoles or maybe the just Sea wheels is the one that comes to mind because that i mean I that one went after.
1: to you know uh, the app store google play um i'm sh- I- i'm not sure if it went on to a uh, console but it did go on to steam
0: I didn't even know that. Wow. (laughs) Happy Wheels, I feel like, is one of those just all-time Flash games. The premise is so simple, but it makes it great. And there's a little bit of a dark aspect there in the sense that it's a lot of explosions and bodies being pulverized, and there's a beauty in that. One example that's really egregious to me, are you guys familiar? I know you are familiar. You've heard of it, of course. Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, absolutely.
2: Oh, yeah. Did that start out as a Flash game?
0: Yes, the first one was very highly touted and the sequel, I believe EA got involved, need I say any more. They started monetizing it very heavily and it was kind of gross. I remember playing it and they have this thing where like, you can pay real money to have a temporary plant that specifically counters a specific type of zombie. Ah. And it's basically just, here, keep spending more money. Here, keep spending more money, and I think that is absolutely disgusting. Flash games should not have monetization features, if you ask me. I think
2: microtransactions in app games is what really kind of put the nail in the coffin of online Flash games.
0: Between that and ads for other terrible games, it I don't like it. There's a lot of flaws in the world. Microtransactions, personally, not a fan. I, I can
2: see some situations where I'm okay with it. Like if it's purely cosmetic and people just want I don't know, their character to look different, like cool, buy it, whatever. <laughs> but definitely when it's gameplay affecting stuff, it's super scummy to put that behind DLC or microtransactions. Yeah. What a what a fun little tangent. <laughs> it all it all started with that fucking horse armor and
1: Skyrim Oblivion. Elder Scrolls God. Oblivion. <laughs> skyrim that.
2: elder oblivion scrolls yeah. number three Ugh. and now there's fork knife where there's like 40 dollar skins <laughs> but yeah w- we got gifts of uh thanos dabbing though i think that was worth it i think that was
0: worth it i yeah. don't know <laughs> i feel like you could pay an animator 12 dollars and they could do that
2: can they do it at epic games quality though
0: probably have you seen how talented some animators are that's true <laughs> exactly so Might some, of, more than some of bucks, them but are still. a
1: little too talented with the uh hmm. product don't there. get into it don't even say
0: it don't even say it <laughs> we don't need to bring that up
2: hey you gotta make your money somehow uh aaron yes hello um, hi
0: how
1: are you?
2: You, got, you got any flash games that you wanted to talk about that we haven't uh, brought up yet um
1: just about every single one i've ever played but i i guess i'll uh I'll save it for
0: the uh the time of the video oh my gosh the, the top comment under this podcast on youtube is going to be aaron with a list of like 400 flash games he's gonna get character limited on a youtube comment
2: can that even happen can you link all of them too? like oh we should do that actually we should um we should get some links for different games we talk about and put them in the description well i'll let you, you do
0: that part because i'm lazy
1: uh, I'll I'll have it a little bit shown in some of my recording. Um, there's a program called Flashpoint um, where it's it basically all of these Flash games are are downloaded into this program and all you got to do is, is look them up and there's like a 99% chance that it's downloaded into this program and all you have to do is click play and you've got a legacy Flash game right there in front of you.
2: Nice.
0: I know there are some other ways to do it. There have been some that have been Archived and preserved in good ways. I know there's a YouTuber. I think his name is It's Maximum, who does a bunch of flash game speed running, which actually gave me the idea to talk about flash games today. So shout-outs to It's Maximum. He has a tutorial on how to play a lot of the archived flash games in a completely safe way. Not the crap on the one you're using, Aaron. I'm sure it's fine, but I know that that's out there, and wanted to give him a quick shout out.
2: I wanted to. This is a topic I wanted to bring up real quick in this episode: is internet. Uh, archiving. God bless people who actually take the time to like pour data from the internet, because people always say, you know, whatever it is put online is there forever. But I, to me, I'm starting to see that that's not really true. Sometimes people just kind of forget about stuff, and it becomes obscure, and then whatever server it used to be on shuts down, and so now there's tons of stuff that used to be a staple online that you just can't even find a trace of anymore. Because it's just gotten old and irrelevant.
1: Can we ever go into the uh,
2: kind of how Flash games died off? Have we talked about that yet? There's,
0: I'd love to hear it.
2: There's one very good reason Flash was finally shut down.
0: I'm actually not familiar. You guys are opening my eyes to it. You want to say it, Aaron?
2: Uh,
1: I, I don't know exactly why Flash was shut down. Uh, I do know it was shut down. And it, support was taken offline in uh, 2021 last year um mm-hmm. and you know that kind of made the development of flash game i mean flash games kind of died off in development uh when indie games started co- becoming popular like minecraft and all these games where they're you know in development games where you could get them for cheap or even free um you know flash games just kind of got you know pushed to the side with all these indie developers popping up uh but eventually i know flash was taken uh, support was taken from it last year, but I'm not sure why.
2: Uh, so mostly just because it was a huge security issue. Uh, okay. Flash is a super old legacy program, or I don't know what you, you would call it protocol. Uh, plugin. Either way, it it was just getting really old, and it was it's pretty easy for people to hack in through Flash or to like get files onto your computer that you don't want. So for on Adobe side, rather than, you know, put the resources into patching things and updating it, uh, Adobe being Adobe was just like, let's just kill it. Because, you know, Adobe hates all of us now.
0: So based on what both of you guys say, I think it was kind of both things. It was a combination of the development and support for Flash games was decreasing with the emergence of indie games and also the mobile games in some sense. I feel like that's kind of a lot of the same on par with a lot of the just the filler indie games in some sense. And then with that and flash being an old program that was in need of some serious work, Adobe just opted to shut down the program rather than putting resources into it. And I'm not saying I, I wouldn't say I'm frustrated at Adobe for that. I understand, but
2: now nah, I'm frustrated. I, mean, I, I hate like... Adobe. I can't stand them anymore. They, eh, everything they do lately has just been, fuck you. Give us more money.
0: why i don't use premiere it's expansive
2: (laughs) Uh, you know what i want to do though i i want to hear from a genuine middle schooler who has no money for video games what is what do you do nowadays are are they still playing games online that they find or are they just going through yeah are they just is it only Fortnite now have we all coalesced on like two or three games
1: any, any of the, the younger people still in school, you know, whether it's late elementary school, I pray that they're not watching these videos. Uh, but if you are, I pray that uh, they are that listen um, to your elders that uh, <laughs> or you know, any middle schoolers. Are, are Flash games still relevant uh, or were they relevant a couple years ago um, before Adobe got uh, you know, pulled, pulled support for Flash? i'd love to hear about that
0: i i just looked at our demographics we are only 8.2 percent 13 to 17 year old audience well
1: that's at least
2: that's more All right. than percent so our our one 15 year old this is your time now this is very important
0: <laughs> what's more impressive the 8.2 percent of 13 to 17 or the 0.7 percent of 65 or older
2: <laughs> i think that's 65
1: or older who's the one old dude watching us I love them. Could be an old lady. Oh, We're yeah. all
0: we are also 21.4% female. is your grandma. Dang.
1: Is your grandma supporting us? Because if so, thank you. I don't thank know. you grandma Russ. And if, yeah, if not, thanks. would you like to be Russ's new grandma or grandpa?
0: <laughs> if you're 65 years old or older and watching this podcast on YouTube, give us a comment. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate you.
2: <laughs> Actually, it, it... If that is someone who would be down to comment, I would really love to hear what's their story and how they found us. Because I feel like for that age demographic, that it would just be an interesting person no matter what, you know?
0: I'd love to talk to somebody 65 or older and just ask them about their experience of video games. So if that's you, let us know. We might have you on the podcast one day. <laughs> you guys have anything else about Flash games you're dying to get off your chest?
2: I, I guess it. not. There's just there's just so many I've written down that that are fond to me. I'm sure everybody has right. their own list of games that are uh, fond to them.
0: I'll tell you what, you can do the outro by just listing off a bunch of Flash games. In the meantime, though, thank you all very much for listening to this week's edition of the Analog Sticks Podcast. For myself, Rusty Nails, alongside my good friend and co-host Cody, and Aaron, he's here too. Thank you all very much for listening. We will see you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to like, follow, rate, review, subscribe, all that fun engagement stuff. Leave a comment. It's appreciated watch the whole video all that fun shit anyways thank you guys love for listening once again we'll see you next time bye-bye
2: kingdom rush balloons tower defense infectinator burrito bison gravity wars elephant quest rebuild one and two upgrade complete thick war spewer uh, crush the castle the impossible quiz we become what we behold the game the Sandbox, Interactive Buddy, Happy Wheels, City Siege, Red Remover, Doodle God, Robo Wants Kitty, Little Wheel, Super Stacker, Fantastic Contraction, uh, let's see here, and then, this is the only level, and Robo